now. FNP Podcast got another episode lined up for you guys today. So let's get right into it. Shout out to my brother, the Book of Ronin. It's still my brother, FNP Podcast. We're back in the building. Make sure y'all follow us on all your audio platforms. Follow Foundation of Manhood on all audio platforms. Show you also follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Foundational Manhood Podcast. Now, also can follow us on Twitter as well at Foundational Manhood Podcast. So, without further ado, shout out to my bro. We got our five minute fire watch. All right, salute, bro. It's good to be back on here taking care of business, but uh, we had to address this ASAP. Today's five minute fire watch is in uh, sending our condolences and prayers to the um, 
incomparable ARC, better known as Alan Roger Curry. And he passed away, which we are waiting for the circumstances to come out. And there's a lesson in all this. There's a question we all, as men, we have to ask ourselves, how do we want to be fucking remembered? ARC transitioned from this place, living his life the way he wanted to. He was brash. He was unapologetic. He pissed off a lot of people sometimes. But again, what I liked about how he carried himself, he didn't apologize for living. He didn't make any excuses for saying what he said, and he stood on it. He was often imitated, rarely duplicated. And in many ways, that's how we're supposed to live our life, respectively, as men. My brother, Sheep, has always said, is it on you or is it in you? And when I look at how ARC lived, there's a lot of guys who celebrated him when he was giving them confirmation bias to a sense, or you had guys living in third person through his example. But what I did see is when guys crucified him for actually wanting to start a legacy. It's one of the many things that pissed me off about certain things, but when it came to him, he exemplified that part of live full and die empty. This also requires us to assess the guys we loosely label as friends, homies, even brothers. These brothers are going to keep you on point. They're not afraid to check you because they want the best for you. And shout out to Smooth for saying this from the uh, crew season. These are the brothers going to carry me home when it's my time to go. Your pals should be your trusted pallbearers. They should see you to the very last step when they got to part ways. My brother here, this is a real brother right here. Solid. Are they worth living your life with and for? Do you want the best out of them, especially do you see the same thing coming towards you from them? And what I want to say about brothers like Alan Roger Curry, he has survived by his lovely wife and his son. His son has a very solid start, a foundation on how he's going to live his life, even though a lot of us sons have to see that painful transition ourselves. Two brothers here had to witness it, one most recently, the other one many years ago. But as sons, we have to be prepared to receive that torch. It's not always going to be placed in your hand gently. Sometimes it's going to be thrown in your lap when you're, when you're unprepared. And after a son grieves, which is going to take a long time, he's got to take up that mantle because you uphold the name now. Same with Alan Roger Curry's son. This is something that we got to take seriously for ourselves as men. Because we got to be honest, there's a lot of men who are not living. There's a lot of walking zombies roaming in these spaces, offline, worrying about panhandling for pussy, or panhandling for the favor of pussies. So I want to say in closing, we have to stop wasting this gift, this important currency we call time. 
24 hours isn't guaranteed. 24 minutes isn't guaranteed. This is why we do this podcast. We talk about the importance of masculine principles, paying attention to your physical health, your mental health. Because as we were sitting there talking before this podcast, when you're a man, especially a black man, your shit is on all Madden. Sometimes motherfuckers will try to snatch out your controller and tell you to play with, play with what you got. But we have to adapt and overcome like we were built to do. We're approaching 2023 and no more fucking excuses will be acceptable. We know tomorrow ain't promised, but I can promise you this. You stay the course, you stop paying attention to what these fuck boys and fuck bitches are saying and start adding weight to your name, applying pressure to your purpose. When you fuck the shit out of your purpose, all that shit is background noise. They will talk about something, but you had to give them something worthwhile to talk about from a distance. While you make distance, doing what you're supposed to do, what you were born to do. That's what I see in my brothers, what I see in myself, and that's what I see in you guys in the coming future. But you have to be serious about your shit. You can talk all the shit you want. You can intend to do something. But let your actions serve your personal testimonies. Because they can talk all they want. But how are they going to feel when they have to eat out of a plate that has your name on it? How are they going to feel when they got to enter a building with your girls admiring that you built, that you were the architect of? That's one of the biggest flex a motherfucker can do. So, fellas, send your prayers and condolences to Island Roger Curly, uh, Curry. But never forget to live. And don't be ashamed to drop your nuts. Let them fuckers hang. Get off your mama's titty. It's been your five minute fire watch. <laughs> Most definitely, man. Um, salute to you, bro. And rest in peace. Rest in power. Sleep in peace. Alan Roger Curry. You know, great brother. Always kept it a hundred. Yeah. And he and he he lived what he talked about, man. So definitely yeah. salute to that brother. My condolences to his family. Much success to his to his family. Much success to his son and his wife. Yeah. And um we could go ahead and get into today's show, my brother. And I want to start off by saying, just adding on to what you were saying in the five minute fire watch when you were saying. The most important currency we have is our time. Yeah. And time is something that we include in our plans as men. When we put together a plan for something, we have an estimated time on when we want to get to a certain point in the process. Yes. We like to call them milestones. So time governs those things. This is where you get short-term goals, long-term goals. All of those things are governed by time. So today's show is fuck your foresight. 
And brothers, when you think squandering your time is a part of life, what you're telling yourself is fuck your foresight, which initially you're telling your subconscious that you don't see a future for yourself. And you don't see a future for yourself because you are not using the time you have in the most productive way that you can. We're not up here saying you got to be a goddamn machine working 24-8. We're not saying you have to be efficient as a goddamn um, cash register. And we all know that those aren't even efficient. But we're not we're not saying that, brothers. What we're saying is, is stop thinking you have time to waste. Because what you're actually doing is, is you are miss you are misusing the opportunity that you need to be implementing with your foresight. Because if you plan to live 20, 30, 50, however many more years, as a man, you got to ask yourself, how does that life look? How does your life look at 50 years old? How does your life look at 60? That's your foresight. So if, if you're doing that, you know that you can't squander no time like that. You don't have five, 10 years to waste. You don't. Especially my millennial brothers. I'm a millennial. I don't have, I don't even have five more years to waste. So this is what we're talking about, fellas. This is what we're going to get into on today's show. When you allow people or when you subconsciously begin to say, fuck your foresight. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, even being around certain people who enable you mm -hmm. or enable that narrative, sitting around on the uh, street corner, shooting the shit. I'm not saying that's that's a problem initially, but if that's all you do, talk about what you're finna do, what you're about to do, what you could have done. You're admitting you wasted and squandered time and opportunities. So you got to ask yourself, when's enough enough? There's some guys out here who are in their 40s or better. They don't have life insurance. They don't have a job history. And, you know, they don't have anything to support that. And again, I mean, they're getting fast money, but at what cost? Some guys are laying with insurgents. Because, yeah, just because you're getting some ass, what else is there? And we've been saying this for the longest time. It's one thing to fuck a woman. It's a whole nother reason when she gives you reasons to fuck with her. Why is she here? Why is she allowed to eat at my time? Same thing with bum ass family members who think it's cool to like throw shade at you because you want to do better for yourself. They want to piss on your process. 
they'll sit there and diminish what you got going on saying, how's that little business going? How's that little such and such going? And then when it grows beyond their control or their understanding, now you're different. Now you're a problem. Now you ain't got time for us. Because as a man, I'm governed by how I'm a steward of my time. Certain friends are a waste of your time. Sometimes it's a waste of time to promote certain people. You were associate. You were a jump off. Hell, you you was just a way, you know, just something in the meantime. That's why we in many times over, you gotta start referring to certain individuals from here on out as bookmark booty. Because as men, we know in the first five minutes how we're gonna put that person's placement into our schedule. We know. And we get in as long as you allow us to do it, we can string you along. Because guys already know, you ain't got to sit there and lie to a woman. She will lie to her motherfucking self readily. But you got to be honest and like, look, I'm going to take the time to tell you the truth. Now, what you choose to do with it is on you. That way you have a get out of jail free card. What do you think, bro? <laughs> hey, bro, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree because... A lot of times, people really don't understand the magnitude of foresight. So when they say shit like, and I, I've heard that a lot, you know, it's it's just YouTube. Oh, you, oh, you just doing YouTube. I've heard that a lot. But I'm talking to the world. You see, my message is going out to the world. So you never know who may hear it and who and who may say, hey, I like that. I want to get behind that. You see, but when you're operating with your foresight, that's what you foresee. When you're not operating with your foresight, it's just YouTube. Oh, you're just doing podcasts. Oh, it'll get there one day. You know, they say shit like that, giving you backhanded comments. Oh, that's 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 great. That's a great little thing to have. You know, those little backhanded comments. Until until you want revolt. And then they like. How, how you get on revolt? Oh, you remember when you told me my little YouTube channel to get there one day? You remember that? Yeah. See, because what people don't understand is, is when they say faith without works is dead, what do you think faith comes into play? It, what do you think faith works in, in, in tandem with? You can't have faith without a plan. Can't have you can't have faith without foresight. Because your your foresight is what you're believing in. And then your works to achieve the goals works in tandem with the belief. 
So your belief, your works, and your plan is what gets you to the destination. So if you got a bunch of people around you that don't believe in you, which is one of the ingredients, you see where we at, black men? You see where we at now? You know, you make a great point. But I think we might be looking at this different because, like, you remember back in the day when you was messing around and getting your finky, you know, your panky stanky, um, and you was real nervous and shit. You had them butterflies before you got your first piece of ass. Sadly, a lot of guys get stuck in that mode where they're using the foresight just to fuck, fuck themselves over, mm. fuck over opportunities. Just fuck off until it's too late. But there comes a time where a man's like, if you are pregnant with possibility, and I say that to women, but to men, when you're fertile with a future, you start becoming more conservative with who you hang with, certain things you do. Hell, sometimes even the streets will tell you, no, nah, homie, get your ass off the block. You got a future. You got something going on you. Hey, I'll be pissed off if you fuck this up. And this is what, what it comes to your foresight. Sometimes you have to have outside resources tell you, hey, you're fucking up. That's part of manhood. Checks and balances. Even though a lot of times, which we need to speak on, the codes of conduct have been ate up or basically done away with. Because ran by fuck boys who've been raised by uh, backwards bitches and bitch-ass dudes. We got to get back to getting that important uh, measurement of time in order. Yeah, you can have a little recreation here and there, but as my brother said, faith without works is dead. What are you doing in the meantime? You don't see it happening yet. Just like with the gym. You're not going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger that weekend. But over time, you start noticing differences feeling better, moving better. You start looking younger. You start having a little more energy to when your girl needs her back broken, like, who the fuck is this guy? You get reassurances like that, increments of time. So you ain't got to pop a pill. She's asking for time out. You're waiting for the halftime review. Because there is a second half. <laughs> so when it comes down with the time, we have to really start assessing, like, how does this apply to the four Ps? Am I using my time to problem solve certain things? Am I using this time to maximize the procreation element of myself? How am I protecting myself with my time and who I spend it with? You look at all those elements. All of them. And this is something you need to assess going into 2023. Protect, provide, problem solve, procreate. All that applies to your time. Especially for a man who's looking to do something. Because if you're sick and tired of being fucking sick and tired, no one gives a fuck about your excuses. No one, they want to hear about shoulda, coulda, woulda. They'll do that until they're bored 
and then they move the fuck on. Have you noticed that? You let me know, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, because, I mean, once you get to that to that point where you sick and tired of being sick and tired, shit, you ain't even going to accept the excuses from yourself. You're, you're, you're just not going to present that shit anymore. And as far as, you know, what you were saying, you know, with our time, man, brothers got to understand, man, after COVID, let's just be honest. And we, you know, we submitted the facts. Our life expectancy went down five years. So now, on average, the black man is living at living to the age 65, 60. That's the life expectancy rate for a black man. So are we foreseeing if we can even make it to 60? Do and how does that life look? Are you on an operating table? Are you getting open heart surgery? Um, are you on an oxygen tank? Is um is your dick on on a timeout? Like how how is the quality of, how does the quality of your life look? Because we're talking about foresight. Because like you said, your time ties into the four P's. And, and, and one of them you miss, bro, and I'm, I'm glad because I wanted to add on to it. What does your time provide you? Does your time just provide you money because you go and work? Because when you go and work, you're, you're actually sacrificing your time for money. So do does your time only provide you that? Or does your time provide you peace? Because see, a lot of brothers, we need to take time for ourselves. And not just time to go and to build ourselves up. But we also, like my brother taught me, we need to creatively recharge. Some of us need to fall back because we've been working our fucking lives away. Some of us need to relax. Does your time provide you peace? Can you rest when you take time? Is your mind at rest? Does your environment provide that? Does the people you call your friends, do they allow that? Or, or are they the type of people when you don't speak to them in a day or two, they calling you worried? When all you need is some space. You need time for peace. Because that's what your time, that's what your leisure time, leisure value, that's what your leisure should provide you. It should provide you peace. You see? And this is what a lot of us brothers, we don't have. Because we're not providing ourselves with peace. How are we doing this? 
by inviting the wrong people around us, keeping the wrong women in our lives, hanging around the wrong places. So even with all the money, with all the work you do and all of that, you never provide yourself with peace. And this is why brothers are breaking down. Yeah, you got all the money, but you still not at peace. You a rich man, but you can't sleep at night. You a rich man, but every time your woman go to the goddamn grocery store, you think she fucking made the milkman. <laughs> so you're never at peace. And this is why a lot of us are dealing with mental health issues. And this is why a lot of us are breaking down, man. We're dropping dead. I know this. This just happened to my dad. Because no matter how much he did, no matter what he did, the one thing he never worried about providing himself first. Peace. See, the first P is provision. But do you provide yourself peace? I just wanted to add that, bro. No, you're right about it. I mean, that's that's what we, that's what alley oops are for. <laughs> when it comes out to you talking about like with uh, the provision part with your time, do I provide myself with a schedule, some structure? Because we're talking about problem solving and protection. That comes to your blueprint right there. What am I doing with my time? How am I moving in a certain way? That will dictate how people should treat you. It's either respectfully or disrespectfully. It's on your watch. You can't run from the time. And there's too many guys who clock in. And it's like the first relationship you, you experience is with yourself. You clock in, you take an hour, two hour shit breaks. You run around here just not on your job. You're just talking to everybody. But instead of working with the people who are doing something constructive, you don't have those short term goals or midterm goals, long term goals. That's what I a lot of us have determined with conversations. If you if I don't see no structure in your planning, and yeah, I get we sit there laugh and, and giggle and you know, had that recreation time, but this all you do, I have to get the fuck away from you. Because, yeah, I got to go out here because I got a family or I got a situation going on and I got that going on. Can't be sitting around, around chasing these hoes all day, something like that. Because a lot of times you got these beautiful bums who will panhandle for your time. Everybody ain't worth giving that time to. Hey, I'll get back with you. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'm on this. Some people get to stall them the fuck out because they can't afford your time. And that, again, like when it comes to the fucking your foresight, it's what happens when you become a time prostitute. When you're giving so much of yourself to everybody else, being a senseless giver, all you're doing is just nurturing resentment because you don't have time to yourself. You don't have time to think. You don't have time to move. You don't have time to build it. You look around, it's like all my resources are gone because I didn't pay myself first. I didn't pay attention to my health. 
Like my brother out here is just walking. He's eating better, moving better. And of course, you're going to have like the disgruntled fan base watching and, oh, man, you know, you're looking like this. What happens when you start seeing the product of productivity of his time manifest? What happens when the girl you sit next to and you was talking shit to that dude the whole time and she has that twinkle in her eye when she sees the results of his time? Meanwhile, she sees you talking shit still with your lactating titties. What you gonna do? Perfect example of that is um Bandman Kevo. He used to be he used to be a fat dude. Oh, you know, I, I just want to say a shout out to Husky Thug. Go do your thing, man. <laughs> And um, you know, he he went and got his body done. He went and got fake abs and, and all of that because <laughs> and I did a video about it, but what was crazy, bro, is he said he admitted that he did that because dudes who had better bodies than him kept taking his women. So Fellas, you got to understand, man, that foresight is extremely important because you're, you, if, the, if, if a problem keeps happening, it's because you're not paying attention to what you're doing. And he doesn't understand that all he got to do is just manage his time better. You know, he 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 an ex-fat dude. So now that he got more, he got money, he still want to live like a fat dude. But if you're going to live like a fat dude, you're not going to have the body that these women like, that you that you claim these women like. You can't have that body and live like a fat dude. It don't work like that. You can't want women to see you one way, but you spending the time eating ho-hos and shit. But then you expecting the results and, 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 and the praise of a guy who's in the gym all the time. So where's your, it shows your lack of foresight. Dude is in his feelings. You feel because you got all of this money that I should just be able to pay to get what I want. That doesn't work. It doesn't work, brothers. Trust me, it doesn't. So understand that one thing you can't do is you can't lie to yourself and expect a truthful result can't do that and that's what a, and when you say fuck your foresight that's what you're doing because you claiming you want a future you claiming you want things to be a certain way but then you're doing everything 
that will act that's anti that. So, fellas, you got to understand what this means. It's not just about a woman saying fuck your foresight. Sometimes you got to understand the woman that you choose is you saying to yourself, fuck your foresight. And then the proof of that is when she tells you, fuck your foresight by not adhering to the plan. That is true. But another way to say to fuck your foresight is offering a shitty pers uh, perspective of yourself. That, that was my issue with the whole Bam Bam Campbell thing. There's no way I'm going to get surgery in player abs. That, that's just, no. The, um, a male BBL is just not going to help. Because, I mean, if you, and since we're here, I, just because I go to the gym six times a, a week, that's my choice. I use my foresight to see the better part of myself because I was somewhat content going three times. Like, you know what? Why not push it to six? See what else I can do. And going from 230 pounds to right now, I'm at 213 after Thanksgiving. That's an accomplishment in and of itself because now you start seeing the results. That's something I feel good about. But let's not pretend Brothers from all different type of size ain't getting love. Because there's some brothers who ain't meant to be, a, you know, wearing size 38 pants or something like that. There's big brothers out there who out there slaying bitches. Just stop pretending that don't happen. But it, it comes to what is I want for myself? Because Batman Cavill, he's stuck on the external shit. When you say fuck your foresight, when you say... I don't like the internal. That's the biggest way to sit there and say, fuck your foresight. Do you even fuck with you? Do you want to fight for you? And when you project that, why are you upset, upset about the results that come about that shit? Your, your so-called friends treat you a certain way. Women don't fuck with you for real. I mean, they, they'll take your resources, but really invest in you? Because you don't invest in you. So there's different brothers of different sizes. As long as you out there smelling good, present a healthy internal aura, washing your nuts, having a masculine walk, speaking with authority, not just to talk at people, but to talk to people as to how you talk to yourself. Taking time to sit there and read and becoming more intelligent not just indoctrinated, which is something different. Instead of looking to be a talking point, looking to be a focal point of forward thinking, forward progress. When you move, you want people to say, I want to, you should be inspiring people, not irritating people. That's how you fuck up the obstacles in the way of your, uh, your foresight, rather than just say, well, fuck you, man, since I ain't such and such, you can't run their race. You don't want the, the problems they got. Because everything that looks good, you'd be surprised what they deal with in private. So, again, it's like you got to focus on your track. 
Fuck what everybody's got going on. There's some guys who are cock diesel I see in the gym. And some of them just don't even get that kind of time with women because they're corny as shit. Or they smell like moose taints and bong water. It's something they haven't taken care of that turns people off. But like, you'd be surprised who's looking at you right the fuck now. Damn. They see something that I need to see. You let me know, bro. Hey, <laughs> see if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely correct. Because something me and you always have said is masculinity is within. And it protrudes outward. But it lies within. And it shows on the external. It shows in your build. It shows in how you walk and how you talk. But all of that shit comes from within. Because it, cause, cause it got to be in you, not on you. So so, so you're, you're absolutely right. And that was the reason why I actually brought up Kevo too, because it's a masculinity issue. It's a lack of foresight. And what, 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 what was so interesting was, was how I noticed when a man says fuck his foresight, he then begins to focus on everyone else and what everyone else thinks and what everyone else says and what everyone else is doing. And if you look at Kevo, that is what he's actually doing. That is actually who he is. When Kevin Samuels died, he tattooed Kevin Samuels on his leg. He has a tattoo of Donald Trump. He uh he has a tattoo of Elon Musk. Like he he um He's just, he just takes on the energies of, of everyone. And brothers, you got to understand that that's not being a man. That's actually being feminine. Like you just sitting there with your yoni open. Come on in. No. So understand that when 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 guys start getting into shit like this, it's because they really don't have a solid plan for themselves. They really haven't dealt with themselves enough to understand what they really want to do and where they really want to be. Because see, a lot of you brothers just want to have money and have a woman. That's it. You just want to you just want to have some money. And have some pussy. The end. That is the end of a lot of you men's lives. You lived your life as a kid. You went to school. You got degrees. You came out. You got a good job. You got some pussy. You had kids. The end. You know, bro. I think we talked about this, but it has to be said. Um, guys, when we talk about fucking your foresight. Stop getting online or offline, either living vicariously or sniffing Pookie and Ray Ray's dick. Come on, we we, we got we got to talk about this, man, because because it's too many times. Just there's too many dudes out here worrying about, you know, he out there doing this, this, and that, and the third. Like first again, it goes back to running your race. What I do with my meat is what I do with my meat. If she's if I happen to look up and have a, a 
you know, a hat, pull a hat trick or get a threesome or whatever the fuck I've done. That's on me. On the strength of me. Where Pookie doing like that? I know he ain't washed his nuts and whoever he land with, that's him. But why do motherfuckers want to monetize giving a weekly report about who Pookie and Ray Ray fucking? Pookie and Ray Ray ain't always getting pussy like that. If we want to be honest, he just ain't. He ain't living like that. He ain't rolling like that. It don't matter if he's six foot five. Everybody ain't got hands like that. And everybody can't clap cheeks like that. We just had to stop this shit. That does again, you're too worried about letting pussy run your life. In the meantime, actually in, in the greater scale, you're fucking yourself out of opportunities, respectability. What woman wants to sit around here and do bitch and complain about what another nigga dick doing? Why do you think she's interested? Like, damn, I might need to jump on that since he's making it so appetizing. You guys are walking PR campaigns for this crusty dick motherfucker. I never understood that shit for years. I need y'all to help me understand this shit. Because it doesn't make any sense. Okay, he over there, cool. I know what I got going on. I'm good. Hey, you tell me, bro. I, I'm confused. Because that's, that's extra weird. Like, run around, niggas running around here with yoni eggs and shit. Like, it just don't make no sense to me, man. I'm, bro, I'm going to tell you what it is. When you haven't developed an identity as a man, you don't know who you are. See, me and you, bro, we always say run your own race. But guys don't understand that. Guys don't understand that in order for you to run your own race, that, that means or that denotes be yourself. Because you can't run your own race competing with the next man. You're not running your own race then. You're running his race. So a lot of these guys, they don't even understand the magnitude when we say run your own race. That means be yourself. Yeah. A lot of the, and a lot of these guys, but that's the most frightening thing for them to encounter is them is the the real them. And to interface with the real them. But what we're trying to get you brothers to understand is that is the only way you develop your foresight. You can't. Are right, you got it? <laughs> no, with that, with with you, right about that thing. Um, when it comes to knowing yourself, and there's some guys who like anime and comic books. Have you seen some of the cosplay pussy out here? Are you serious? You got chicks out there like Sun Pie. Uh, there's a number of chicks out here. You can number, I mean, list out here. And you worried about what Crunchy Foot Carla's laying up with? You guys got to know your own fucking lane. If you're into a certain genre or something like that, you're not, ex you're not experiencing the whole scope of where you're at. If you're an artist, there's some fine artists out there. We've always said that Everybody's an artist in their own respective genre. You find your own canvas. You got to explore your canvas. 
do what you do, but you have your own signature style. There's a certain cologne that people can familiarize themselves with you. There's a certain footprint you got to establish for yourself. I don't feel comfortable wearing another man's shoes because first of all, some of them shoes stank like a motherfucker. Number two, we walk different. Your foot placement is different. You got to be comfortable walking in your own path, your own shoes, your own skin. So all that. And plus, you since everybody wants to talk about statistics, there are more women than us. So why are you worrying about those raggedy few when you have some sitting there looking at you like you need to stop playing? I've been looking at your ass for a hot minute. All I need is an opportunity. Man, man, that's a good, that's a good goddamn point. Because when you have a limited foresight, fellas, your uh your foreskin count could be limited as well. <laughs> I try to tell because because you only you only worried about the women that you think is awarded to you, mm. which shows a lack of foresight, fellas which ties back into how you see yourself. If you see yourself a small fish in this small pond, then then that's what you're going to um that's what you're going to subconsciously attract. But when you start seeing yourself swimming with with the big fish in the goddamn ocean, you might you're you're going to encounter all different types of things, mm-hmm. and you might know how those things might interact with you. And I'm and I'm using those things in ter- in 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 terms of saying women, fellas. Who knows? You you know how they say it's more fish in the sea. What they actually meant was there's different types. Yeah. So you don't you, you stop thinking. That you're relegated to deal with Crunchy Foot Carla. Tangy Tasha. <laughs> Tangy Tasha. Ring Worm Rachel. Sasha Syphilis. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, fellas. Dusty Deidre. <laughs> with an active foresight and with you constantly progressing in your life, you're going to meet different women because your the way you see your life and see yourself is different. Yeah. This is what the law of attraction is about. This is how you truly get what you want. But if you don't see yourself in a better light, if you don't start using your foresight to get what you want, you're not going to attract it. You're going to just attract, you're just going to keep attracting what you say you don't want because you're not actively pursuing what you do want. And what you got to understand, fellas, is it's a lot more bullshit out here for us than it is good. You're right. As we speak on the whole thing about the warrior and the uh, architect. I mean, I see the warrior and the gardener aspect. Mm hmm. You got to plant that seed here and here first. Otherwise, what are you protecting? Your negative narratives? So you just going to protect the whole empty parking lot. 
where a bum taking a shit near the car. Is that what you're going to protect? <laughs> That's real. I mean, come on, man. You got you got you got to nurture something that's worth fighting for. Just there's like my brother right here. Even before California started seeing a transformation, and let's be honest, when you start understanding the necessity of your foresight, you see something different. That shakes everything up. That scares the shit out of some people. They will sit there and put obstacles in your way, try to stress you out. Try to put you in a position to where like this has to die. But you when you had that relentless spirit, now you become a problem initially. Mm. The very problem that they labeled you as, you're that same motherfucker that they think about and miss what they could have been. Mm. That's real, bro. That's real. And and that's be and that's due to having an active foresight. That's why people miss you. People miss you because now that the future has arrived, <laughs> that motherfucker ain't as bright as he used to be. <laughs> a <lot> over here. <laughs> right. Right. A lot of light bulbs is going dead in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? But fellas, overall, you know, to wrap this show up man you can't say fuck your foresight and fellas you gotta realize how you do it and it goes back to what my brother said initially in the five minute fire watch how you govern your time because at the end of the day that is that is all we have on this earthly plane time because in other realms time don't exist time don't exist in other realms in other planets Time don't exist. There, there's no such thing as 24 hours in a day and you 35 years old. And no. Mm -mm. Time is just whatever. Time, time in other places is just present and past. There is no measurement of any of this. So understand this, fellas. Understand this. This is why my brother say you have to be a, a, a fine steward of this. And it, it, it's not something that you're going to get right away. And it's not something you're going to perfect. But but it's about getting rid of as much bullshit that is in your way from, from taking away from your time for whatever you need to do. Because as I said, you need time to work and you also need time for peace and rest. So just like you don't want anybody to get in your way of working and getting your money, you also don't want nobody to get in your way of your peace. Mm. Because if your, if your peace is fucked up, your work is going to be fucked up. Just be honest here. So, what's your closing statements, bro? We can wrap this one up. Learn how to pay that tuition and graduate from the University of U. Stop being a fucking repeated dropout. Mm. And there's too many dropouts who try to make that shit cool and it ain't. Because there's a lot of people who get upset at you because that degree that you earn with yourself 
outshines that little piece of paper that these motherfuckers spent years wasting time being indoctrinated. Some of the smartest motherfuckers I ran into never step foot in the halls of misinformation. Because you know their conversation isn't regimented. They don't live by talking points. They show that they are a focal point. They can maneuver better. They do a lot more shit because they learn a lot more about themselves and the world around them. And then when they're gone, you see about the seeds they planted via testimonies, via leadership. But as we always say, great leaders create great leaders. And it always takes a pussy to expose and control one. So you look around this weekend and see how how hard that uh, that mantra holds true. Because you're going to see a lot of pussies, especially online and off. Worrying about what pussies do. Oh, and one more thing. We're actually an active, proactive channel. We don't do the retroactive, that reactive shit. We might respond to certain shit, but we're not governed by what everybody else is doing. That's how leadership works. But hey, what the fuck do we know? <laughs> right. <laughs> what do we know? <laughs> we just out here just talking shit. <laughs> That's all. Just talking shit like everybody else. But. <laughs> <laughs> But um, definitely shout out to you, bro. Shout out to everybody who's listening. Make sure you follow us, Foundational Manhood Podcast, on all of your audio platforms. Also, follow our YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, all of your social media, Foundational Manhood Podcast. Me and my brother, FNP Ronan. This is FNP Sheet. We're going to catch y'all on the next one. Peace.